0: The Spanish Announce Table.
1: It is episode 318 of the Spanish Announce Table. Uh, we are slow getting this off because I'm already crashing about 17 times. So you, the listener viewer, may be in for a wild ride on this one. But we have a special guest. As you can see, I'm currently hanging out. If you're watching on the YouTube channel here at Arrowhead Stadium, home of the AFC championship winning Kansas City Chiefs uh more on that i'm sure as the weeks go along you know they're going to the super bowl which by the way i don't know if we've ever talked about it but they won that last year now they got a shot to win another one. Oh man it's so fun so fun but tom uh since i'm probably gonna crash here in the next two seconds why don't uh, you tell me what's going on with you over there and our guest
2: Yeah, so what's going on with me? Not a lot. uh, To be completely honest, not only are we having technical difficulties, I'm having physical difficulties. I have an ear infection and I can't hear out of my right ear. So a lot of this stuff is coming in every other word. So, Justin, why don't you tell us about yourself as we just kind of fumble around as just a couple of, you know, gas bags. And, uh, you know, you're on this pirate ship to nowhere. So welcome aboard. But uh, tell us a little bit about Wrestling Cheers, which you had a couple good guests on not too long ago. Uh, tell us a little bit about Wrestling Cheers, and then maybe for the people who don't know you, a little bit about your background.
0: For those who don't know, I mean, if you're a longtime Spanish Announce Table listener, you have heard of at Heavy Set 330, which that is now Jay Summers 330, much like uh, these two fellas right here. I have kind of ditched the whole. Uh, Different name thing, just going with my actual name. So I have a podcast called Wrestling Cheers. We talk about things going on Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. Well, with no shows uh, in the foreseeable future, there's a lot of interviews. So I did have you guys on, which was a long, long time coming. It was a very, very fun episode with both of you guys. Heard a lot of great feedback. Uh especially one friend of mine who, who was like, I love these guys. So uh uh oh, nice. it was awesome so to have you guys one.
2: on. Yeah, yeah they're so the So we've one. got one so, fooled. All right. That's good. <laughs> appreciate yeah. it.
0: Yeah.
2: Hey, so, so now let's that get... I, now
0: that I was gonna say now that I'm on this episode, we know this isn't gonna air, so mm-hmm. I can just say whatever I want yeah. and you guys will re-record it later, so it's fine.
2: Exactly. We will just put we've actually already taken a screenshot of you there. We have someone ready to voice over <laughs> your actual responses so don't worry say whatever you want it's going to be fine yeah. tim's got another screenshot there for us yeah. we're a favor: act like
1: go. you're talking right now I'm re- yeah re- just you know here re- real quick <laughs> and then okay all right yeah no we're good no i do like this and you know this is fun we we, we want to have more folks on and, and connect with the community and this is a great way to do it so we appreciate you having us on uh, your show we we did talk about uh life uh, and and all that it entails on that, but we're going to probably stick to more pro wrestling topics here. Albeit, we will talk about them. Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we do talk about that occasionally. You know, do we have uh, to? Fun fact: Tom <laughs> uh, is aware of this, but I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Justin. Uh, before we beat the Buffalo Bills this last weekend, we beat the Cleveland Browns the week before.
0: The um, I don't recall that. I just I have I have no memory blacked it out uh, already my, yeah yeah um, it, it just kind of out so uh,
1: yeah
2: hey that's okay yeah. you know whatever gets you up in the morning and lets you sleep at night we're okay with so if you just want to forget about that whole baker mayfield choking in the third quarter throwing an interception to start off the second half we will just blow right past it so let's get right into what we're I'm here happy to we about. made
0: it that's all i'm gonna say
2: <laughs> exactly hey so let's get into the reason we're all here uh Kind of talking about it at the start of the show, we'll recap it here. This is a Royal Rumble special episode. And as Tim talked about, we're trying to get more listeners, more uh, community involvement. So, Justin, first off, thank you for kind of being our test pilot here, as you've obviously in our te- obviously seen our technical difficulties. But let's get into the 2021 Royal Rumble. Uh, we will go through match by match uh, what our predictions are, who the matches are, things of that nature. But before we get to that point... Uh, I guess I will uh, yield my time to the floor. What do you think about this 2021 Royal Rumble? No real fans will be in attendance. Uh, It's during a pandemic. Uh, Your thoughts on what this event might be and will maybe potentially look like?
0: I think it's going to look like every other WWE show we've had since WrestleMania. I mean, that does kind of suck because this is the one event that's really built around the the live experience or the, the crowd uh, reaction to where like, imagine when AJ Styles debuted in WWE, there was nothing. And it was right. just, it was just like a TNA house show. I mean, it was just like, there was nobody there. So I'm, I'm very curious to see what we're actually going to see. I mean, I don't get to watch WWE a whole hell of a lot, but I was still planning on watching the Royal Rumble because it's, it is kind of tradition. And in the simple, just aspect of there being a, you know, 30-man, over-the-top battle royal where people uh come out in intervals, that's that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That and
2: yeah. Go ahead, Tim.
1: Well, yeah, it can be an exciting match without knowing anything about it. You literally can take somebody who's never even watched wrestling or especially somebody who used to but but hasn't in a while, place them in front of the Royal Rumble and they're going to get it, right? They mm-hmm. may have questions about the characters and all that kind of stuff, but there is no story necessarily that's going to hinder their enjoyment of that show. They may not get some of the nuance or whatever, but it is so you can you can always come back to it. It is as American as apple pie and I don't know what else what else is American, you know.
2: Bald Eagles.
1: Race racism. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's it's there. It's always there. It will always kind of warm your heart. It's it's rarely ever super bad that we're like this was absolutely mm. terrible that has mm-hmm. happened. Um finishes this have been terrible. Help. Yes, finishes have been terrible, but usually you were entertained overall by the show. Right. Eh, you know, I'm sure somebody's got a well in 1997, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, you know, but I I think we'll enjoy the show when it's done. They have a unique opportunity to tell interesting stories that they don't tell when there is a crowd. Sometimes the crowd limitation hinders some things where mm-hmm. we've talked about Roman Reigns can get real quiet. Um, you know, just other little things. So, the, And they can they can utilize different angles in different different parts of the arena, maybe, that we haven't grown accustomed to because of this. So maybe we'll get something neat, but you're right. I think it's not going to be the, the Undertaker just lost, everything is sh- shocked, there's a hush over the crowd kind of a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to be lost, and that's unfortunate.
2: I'm actually pretty excited about this year's Royal Rumble, not only to see what they're going to do with – Added crowd noise. You know, I imagine we're going to get a uh, piped-in ten-to-one countdown for each participant that comes into the Royal Rumble. But also, I'm interested to see what the structure of a match will look like uh, with this being the first Royal Rumble since Pat Patterson's passed away. You know, I understand he's probably taken a a step back uh, before he passed away. Of doing the detail number three is going to be this person number four is going to be that person i understand he's probably retired from that many years before he was uh before he passed away however now this is the first opportunity wwe can maybe pay homage to pat patterson doing some i don't know exactly what would be like his dusty finish in a royal rumble but maybe they do something to where then later You know, as the internet is always undefeated. Did you know that the elimination of number seven and the way it happened was because that's how Pat Patterson always liked it? You know what I'm saying? Things like that. So I'm I'm interested to see maybe little wrinkles like that. And then to your guys' point about the Royal Rumble, my favorite aspect of it is these little mini-stories or genesis of new stories that come from the Royal Rumble. I think back to 1990 when the first time you saw Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan like realize that they're in the same ring together and they're about to lock horns, right? I think of 2018 when they had this out-of-the-blue uh, like aggression era, I think it was John Cena... Um, Rey Mysterio and was it Randy Orton and then on the other side it was Finn Balor and Roman Reigns and uh, Nakamura and you're like oh it's the new school versus the old school and it was just a storyline that you never thought of going into the match so those are my favorite aspects of the Royal Rumble Uh, so yeah I'm very excited I don't know exactly what it'll look like but it's gonna look like something because we're gonna get to it because time doesn't stop so let's get right into the matches here I'm going to go off of WWE.com. I don't know if there's going to be more matches added. Again, for full transparency, we're recording this before SmackDown, so SmackDown might add a couple more matches of the Dolph Ziggler kickoff show, things of that nature. But let's get right into our picks for the Royal Rumble, and I'm going to go from top to bottom as listed by the WWE.com page. The first match here is the universal champion, Roman Reigns, the head of the table, taking on Kevin Owens in a last man standing match. Justin, since you are our guest, we will let you go first. Who you got?
0: I feel like it has to be Roman Reigns. As much as I would love to see Kevin Owens get the blue belt, it's not happening. And it's just one of those things that we get storylines going up to WrestleMania where it's just like, yeah, these are just here because we need something to fill because we do have this other plan and I feel like that's the thing with Kevin Owens even though like I said I would love to see Kevin Owens become champion
2: Tim go ahead you're up next
1: there is no way in hell Kevin Owens comes away (laughs) with this title Uh, look there's always the chance that whoever you think isn't going to win wins because they're just going to give it right back the next night or a week later you have that uh, generally I think you only have that if you're going to continue storyline between those two individuals which I don't think we're going to get here so I think Roman Reigns you know there'll be a chance where Kevin Owens looks like he's supposed to win seven or eight times and Jay Uso comes out and gives him the old you know Kansas City cump punt or whatever and, and here we go Roman Reigns head of the table again and maybe we get a flirting with what Roman's uh, future is at WrestleMania, albeit that could hinge on the Rumble, so this all depends on match card and timing right. and who, who Roman. If Roman's facing somebody not in the Rumble, we may get a, a flirting with, I don't know, but R- R- definitely Roman wins this match and keeps the title, and it's clear.
0: Uh, yeah, Tim, I... we, we, we like to call that move now in Cleveland the uh, Cleveland Hunt Punt.
2: Mm, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we. Yeah. It, well, it originated in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is he getting kicking practice but over there ha- these days? But, is Hunter, it, Is he getting his but, little? But it happened in Cleveland. That's right, true. Yeah. It is true. Right. It's
2: true. So, it's true. I think with this match, you know. It, it's really interesting, the placement of the feud. If we had our first match of this feud the previous month, I might pull the trigger and say Kevin Owens. Because, as we know, there's pay-per-views before WrestleMania but after the Royal Rumble that they need to fill time and fill spots with, right? Yeah. But I feel like the Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns feud had so many months prior to the Royal Rumble that this feels like the last stand. And obviously it's a last man standing match. So there's your payoff for the end of this feud in my book. So I agree with you guys. I think it is going to be Roman Reigns uh, that gets the victory. And that's why, you know, Tim and I, uh, we were talking about this leading up to the Royal Rumble. Usually the the title match for the Rumble is is a throwaway feud, not throwaway or the end of a feud, like how it is with Roman and Kevin Owens. So that's why I really wish Adam Pearce would have stayed in this spot. You know, maybe they make it a last man standing match and you get Kevin Owens to come out and help Adam Pearce. And then Jey Uso, you know, still does the super kick to both of them. Roman Reigns is able to be the last one standing. Something to that effect, but I still think the intrigue of Adam Pierce versus Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble is a little bit more interesting than Kevin Owens in Roman Reigns, even though Kevin Owens is awesome, right? He, baby face, he's killing it. Heel, I still think he's one of the best heels in the business. Um but because of where this feud is and the point of their story, I think this is the end. And the end, I think, has to be Roman Reigns so that we get to WrestleMania in the big matches. Uh, so I agree with you guys. We're going to go with Roman Reigns. All right. So then we got the next WWE Championship match. And this is champion Drew McIntyre taking on Goldberg. Justin, again, we'll have you start it off. Who you got?
0: God, do I hope this is Drew McIntyre because I do not want to see another Goldberg title reign. But I have a bad feeling that that's what we're going to get. But if I've, you know, gun to my head, if I have to make a pick, I'm putting money on it. I'm putting money on McIntyre.
2: All right, all right.
1: I'm a little worried about this Goldberg thing too because, Tom, as you mentioned, we have time to fill in between and for everybody to make it worth it. Sometimes these things come in twos and threes as you know for the appearances and home oh, man oh man and yeah i think what tom you kind of i don't know if you mentioned it on the show or if you just said it to me but they may be flirting with this goldberg heel turn mm-hmm. so he could win it from I, I think we're gonna get goldberg wins this and i think he's gonna win the title he's gonna keep that streak alive is gonna have to fight for it back to you know fight for the glory and the honor of the title and blah like he talked about you on Here we go.
2: Yeah, I'm really interested because we have history here where Goldberg wins the title leading into WrestleMania. I think this is now the third year in a row that he's had a title match right before WrestleMania. So obviously the first time he beat Kevin Owens for the championship, Chris Jericho does the distraction. Goldberg's the champion. Then we do it out in Saudi Arabia. He beats The Fiend. He becomes champion, then loses it at WrestleMania. I don't know if they're going to do that. But as I mentioned there is another pay-per-view which I think is Elimination Chamber after this but before the WrestleMania. I wouldn't be shocked if we saw something to the effect of a DQ finish or a non-finish where Drew McIntyre retains, Goldberg says, "Hey, that's bullshit. I'm the man here. I want another ma- you know, I want another shot." And then you could potentially have someone earn uh, a number one contender's spot on an episode of Raw, and then we get a triple threat of, and I'm billing in blanks here, Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre, Goldberg at Elimination Chamber, and then that's how we get our two Goldberg matches. Maybe at the uh, Elimination Chamber, Keith Lee and Goldberg really have the blood feud, and Drew McIntyre gets the roll-up. He takes on whoever the Royal Rumble winner is, and then we get Keith Lee and Goldberg one-on-one. Or, you know, Goldberg's going to be at WrestleMania, but I don't think it's going to be as champion. So I think at the Royal Rumble, some shenanigans happens to where he still stays in that title picture, and then he will then take off with whoever he's supposed to be one-on-one with at WrestleMania. Shenanigans.
1: Shenanigans. In the Mm -hmm. WWE?
2: Can you believe it? Can you believe it? So uh, to make my official pick here, I say Drew McIntyre by DQ. I think there's a DQ finish.
1: I got you. All right.
2: All right, and next up, we have the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Match. Champions Charlotte Flair and Asuka taking on Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Justin, as always, who do you got?
0: As much as I would love to see Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax win, I don't think that's the route we're going to go.
2: Why don't I think they're going to lose. Why don't you think we're going that route?
0: I think we're going to see them go their own separate ways. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're in a match against each other at WrestleMania.
2: That'd be fun.
1: Yeah. It's tough for me on this one because I feel like I could say the same about both of these teams. I feel like Oscar is going to die soon from Alexa bliss. (laughs) And um, Charlotte's doing the thing with her dad. Who's living out Vince McMahon's innermost fantasies on
2: screen. (laughs) God, that's so And
1: mean. so, yeah, but this, you're saying the same thing about Shayna Baszler and Nia Jackson. That's true too, and they're they're outright calling that out on WWE programming. So with WWE, I think it's Charlotte and Oscar because yeah, they can buy time with that, I guess. But this Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler thing is clearly not hitting with anybody. I mean, neither of them are doing anything otherwise, but it's still not. I wouldn't call it working. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe Charlotte and Asuka find a way to still win. Nia Jackson, Shayna, it's because they had some infighting, and then that continues their break apart.
2: So I'm going to give away a little bit of my women's Royal Rumble match prediction here in this WWE Tag Team Champions prediction. Uh, I think the winner of the women's tag team, or excuse me, the women's uh, Royal Rumble match is going to come from SmackDown. And so that would mean Asuka needs someone to be paired with at WrestleMania, and I think that's going to be Charlotte Flair. I think they're going to do the Asuka versus Charlotte 2 at WrestleMania, right? The whole buildup because Asuka's first loss was to Charlotte at WrestleMania. So with that being said, I think what's going to happen is they're going to retain at the Royal Rumble, at Elimination Chamber, lose the titles to someone else. I don't know who that team is yet, but someone else. Then that will then start their feud of "bitch, you cost me my title." Well, bitch, you got a title I want. And then that 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 they're looking at each other. Then they go to WrestleMania, right? I think what we're gonna see from Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, is someone slips on a banana peel, gets rolled up one two three. Hey, they're looking at each other like, "God damn it, you should have like." You should have when
1: that. You, you, right, you right, sang.
2: all that. And so they're they're all cool, but then in the Royal Rumble match, because I think this match will be before the women's Royal Rumble hey, match, yes. you'll see the one who slipped on the banana peel, let's just say it's Nia Jax, then eliminate Shayna Baszler, and now we got Shayna Baszler no, and Nia Jax yeah. Yeah, going like, well, fuck off, assholes. And so then we got that shit. So long story short, I got the champions retaining, but I'm not too excited about it.
0: If the split with uh, Charlotte and doesn't happen at Elimination Chamber, it could potentially happen at Fessling.
2: Oh, yeah. WWE Fastlane. Mm-hmm.
0: On, on Peacock.
2: Yeah, on, on Peacock. Peacock. By the way, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. This upcoming WrestleMania, I mean, I know uh, the Rumble will still be on traditional WWE, but by the time we get to WrestleMania – WrestleMania will be on a new platform. I assume it's still going to be the same servers and things like that, infrastructure and things like that, but it's going to be on the Peacock Network. Now, I haven't read too many details because I can't read, but what I've been told is that you can still keep your WWE Network, but then you can also get Peacock. What are your guys' feelings about the move to Peacock? So
1: how this works is WWE Network, like the app you have and everything, that's going to shut down in the United States. You can... I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard, Justin, if they're just going to automatically port you into a Peacock or if you need to now go sign up for it and your your network is just done. That I'm not sure of, Tom, like how your billing is handled. Mm-hmm. But you can sign up for the Peacock. They will use the branding of the name WWE Network for like when you access it in the Peacock, however you mm-hmm. access it, uh, is from what it sounds like. Because they will also still operate the WWE Network as is out in like India and other places. Um, but you will get... So you can do a 4.99 Peacock and get the same exact stuff if you don't mind ads, right? They'll have some ad placement in your stuff, or you can pay the 9.99, have zero ads, and still get everything you got with the WWE Network. Albeit, I don't know how they're gonna tailor this content moving forward. They said in the deal, like they have to produce one, like feature length documentary a year for them. They were doing more than that. I think a year already. So I, I don't know if they're still going to or if they're just going to wean off of that. Uh, WWE films is still a bit of their focus. So maybe we still get some of those. That's some of the best stuff I feel like when we get some of those mm-hmm. 24s yeah. or, you know what I mean, other things, Chronicles and things like that. It's some of the best stuff. And the, like we talked about the Paul Bear one. So yeah, I think it's a good move because now you're going to get. For the same money or less money, you're gonna get the WWE network still. You're still gonna get all those pay per views and all that, um, and you're gonna but, get everything on the on the Peacock, right? So it's all their NBC shows, all their whatever. Yeah. If you were into that, awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not gonna. It's not gonna be any realized value for me because I don't have any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But meh. and maybe <laughs> I drop the 4.99 and deal with a few ads. I I don't know. But I, I'm not hurting for it. It's just this is one of those things where it starts to degrade over time. It's a corporate now, as we've talked about, and so it. NBC Universe is going to be done in a few years. Their contract's up. It's going to go somewhere else. Is, is it going to fall by the wayside because WWE just got sold to Disney? And fucking, mm. you know, I, I'm worried. But, you know, that's why we like competition because maybe hey, we don't have to care
2: so much. Exactly. Justin, what do you think?
0: I mean, as long as I'm able to still pay the same price, which I don't know if you guys know. Oh, damn it. I forgot Uh-oh. I didn't have my phone still plugged Uh-oh.
1: in. <laughs> yep, major snafu.
0: So wh- what, I w- what I was actually trying to say was, I- as long as I'm still paying that one single price, you you It was like a song that we, that we used to, you know, sing. So, yeah. uh, if, do you guys remember the uh, how much the WWE Network was? Oh, I do. How much we're gonna pay? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Sixteen eighty nine, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, no, it'd be four ninety nine with a few ads.
2: Well, but that's see, not here's the thing. But here's the, the thing wall- that you that you mentioned, Tim, about the four ninety nine and nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine has ads. You can watch that right now, and I see it has ads. Right. Starbucks or whatever the damn commercial is. So, no, yep. okay, you know what I mean? I don't know. So now right. I don't
1: know if that'll still be the you know. So they've got four ninety nine as their premium, where it's like you get everything. With some ads. And right. 999 they say is no ads. Now again, I've never had the Peacock, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah,
0: I've heard some stories that it's not as easy to navigate as the WWE Network. Uh-huh. So that's going to be like tricky of like, all right, look at the WWE Network. Look at everything we have. Here. Okay, we're going to move over here. And now you, you went from, you know, a decent household to like this uh, place that needs some work. And, you know, the, everything needs remodeled. You know, even the second floor is just is barely there. So it's like, okay, uh... What, what are we doing? Yeah.
2: I, yeah I'm yeah i nervous that, you know, the, the search capabilities, how you can star your favorite wrestlers and their matches will pull up, how you can have a match and then go by match in the pay-per-view, right? So you can go back to a 1998 pay-per-view and go straight yeah. to the Rock versus, uh, you know, d Brown match or whatever it is that you want instead of watching everything or fast-forwarding. I'm nervous that this whole infrastructure of the WWE network isn't what's going to be on the Peacock network. It's going to be the Peacock network. By the way, we got some wrestling for you. And that's where it's like, well, this is a perfect opportunity for Turner to come up with something and me to go over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my, that's my worry for them. Not for me again, like Tim, you said competition's great, but like if you start fucking up the network and you start making it devalued, well then, my attention starts looking this way, and I'm off. You know, so we'll see.
0: Ask Ask Uncle Tony if he can start the Dynamite Network.
2: Yeah, exactly. Tony <laughs> Khan. First off, hire me as a writer, and second off, yeah, get us a network. You know, you got all those video game nerds. I bet you get a nap here soon. You know what I'm saying? I know a
1: great podcast for the network.
2: There you go. Interesting. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> there it is. Uh, <laughs>
0: third a third point tony con get eddie kingston a uh, wrestling figure that's what i want just give me that.
2: oh yes and a, a couple more non-black eddie kingston shirts i love black t-shirts I, uh yeah but we don't all i know i'm wearing all black saying this you guys are <laughs> you guys are actually wearing colors but like i need some non just black eddie like let's invest more in eddie kingston anyhow that's a sidebar uh back to the royal rumble Uh, Let's go right into the women's, since I alluded to what my pick may be, uh, the women's Royal Rumble match. Uh, Justin, who do you got winning the women's Royal Rumble?
0: Are we doing our regular pick or are we doing that dark horse pick?
2: Let's do both. So so we'll go around the table. Who do you guys think will win the Royal Rumble if you had to bet some money or the smart money? And then... Let's have a little fun. I usually call this the dark horse pick, but let's go a little bit outside of the box or just maybe veering off a little bit, picking someone who it would be cool if they won, something like that. So we'll go with your uh, tried and true lock of, the, lock of the month Royal Rumble winner and then your dark horse.
0: For me, it's hard to put an actual favorite of who, who do I think is going to win, but one that kind of sticks out because they've done a lot with her lately is Alexa Bliss. That's one that I, th- I think with everything with the whole Bray Wyatt stuff that they could make a really big WrestleMania moment with her winning the Royal Rumble. Okay. Now my uh, dark horse, I have two. I have my first one that I thought of and I was like, you know what? I got to put a second one for a particular reason. The first dark horse I came up with was Shayna Baszler. Mm. I'm a huge Shayna fan and I, I hardcore think she deserves it. And that'd be one thing of you see her and Nia go two separate ways and then it's Shayna getting that opportunity at WrestleMania wins the women's championship. And it's like, see, I never needed you. I'm freaking Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Uh, my other one is uh, another personal dark horse. And, uh, I would love to see Natalia win the Royal rumble. I just did it for the reaction too.
2: God. (laughs) Uh, That, that would be the worst possible pick. I'd rather have Lana win the Royal rumble than Natalia. (laughs) Oh my goodness! All right, Tim, what do you got for us?
1: Oh no, I want to hear you. Keep talking up this like uh, this pick <laughs> that you've got. Let's hear it. What do you?
2: All right, so I think it's gonna come. I think my my lock of the month for the Royal Rumble pick is Bianca Belair. I think they're doing the whole yeah. fitness test, the EST. She's getting over on Bailey, who was a champion for over a year. I don't think that's just going to go to the wayside as we lead into WrestleMania. I think the payoff is her becoming champion. I think we're going to do babyface versus baby face. And I don't even know if Sasha will be a true baby face, but she'll still be the boss kind of thing. And we're going to get Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. They might even run into uh, I wouldn't even be surprised, and I think it would be a great a- angle if they ran into like the the black excellence that they talk about. You know, remember when it was New Day and her as champ, and I think Cedric Alexander or was it Rich Swan as the two hundred five live champ, yep. and they took that picture. I wouldn't even be shocked if you saw you know the buildup for this match being it's two strong independent black females main eventing a WrestleMania. The boss Sasha Banks, the EST Bianca Belair. And I think that's where we're going. I think Bianca Belair will probably win the title. Again, if I'm booking this, this is what I do. But have her win the title at WrestleMania. And now we have a new established star. Cause for as good as the women's division is in WWE, and they are leaps and bounds better than anyone else in the world, I think, they still are relying on their tried and true, you know, four horsewomen, right? It's still, hey, if we're in a pinch, go to Charlotte. If we're in a pinch, go to Sasha, go to Bailey, and then you know, before we're going to ride Becky Lynch till the wheels fall off and i think we need some new established stars and the only way to do that is to beat one of you know some of these girls so i think that's why i got bianca belair my dark horse is just more fun cuz i don't necessarily think they're going to do it but alexa bliss they go into the Bray Wyatt, spooky fun. I'm talking like Bray, but you see Alexa Bliss. You know, we're going to have split screens of my old character crying like she did last week. And then we freak the fuck out of Asuka and we just win the championship. Bray Wyatt and her hanging out in the house, you know, as champions and all that stuff. That's my dark horse.
1: Yeah, I was going to go with Alexa Bliss for that reason. I think Charlotte was just that they they they're gonna find any way to put her in whatever spot they need they've Mm -hmm. already got several storylines going with her at one time they don't need to build it in with the royal rumble so yes i was gonna go with alexa bliss because while they that character is storyline driven it still needs some attachment as to why this crazy weirdo is messing with whomever she's messing with Mm um right especially without bray Wyatt being there which I'm 100% certain we know why if that like is fully storyline based you know mm-hmm. um, so I was going to say Alexa Bliss with the dark horse being Bianca Belair and I, I, hey, honestly I could switch I? either one of those mm-hmm. um, just because now again the pitiful low amount of people that have already declared for this so I don't feel like we're dealing with the whole deck but out of the ones there yeah Bianca Belair sticks out amazingly mm-hmm. as that, that type where is ready to get that extra push or something behind her or reason to stand on the stage and the Royal Rumble is traditionally a very good spot for that.
2: I also I also hope, you know, as a real true dark horse kind of, Justin, like you said, Shayna Baszler is one who deserves to win the Royal Rumble match, especially if you look at her build to last year's uh, WrestleMania match with Becky Lynch and she just tore through everyone at the elimination chamber. And then they had her just lose at WrestleMania to Becky Lynch, which I mean, losing to Becky Lynch isn't necessarily bad, but you know what I mean? All that momentum just got stopped and halted right there. Another Mm -hmm. person who I'd like to at least see have maybe seven or eight eliminations is Naomi. I want her back. I don't know why she's missing, but I want to see her be a like, she's a freak athlete. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as much as Bianca Belair is the EST freak athlete, and she is, Naomi is right there with her. And so I just want to see her again. She, I miss her. I just miss her. So, <laughs>
1: Bailey is, uh, is in on this, too. And you mentioned the four horsewomen uh, and all that. But do you see, do you think we get a Becky Lynch appearance here at this thing? Because this is prime for a spot of, like, you may not be completely mm-hmm. ring ready for a mm-hmm. in-ring return, and I'm going to go back and continue being a mom, but I can show up for a night. And throw some fucks around and get a pop. And then somebody, you know, gives yeah. me the old ovarian delight and tosses me out.
0: There was I, that I photo that. want to save that. Go ahead. I was saying, I think there was that photo that I thought she was in the gym. I know she had her kid with her, but mm-hmm. it looked like she had been working out.
2: Yeah.
1: Maybe now, the doing... aspect is, do you want to save such a return yeah, for see... a bigger meaning? But that's up to her. Does she know? Am I not really... We're mm-hmm. not gonna do this for a while, then let's get
2: it. I think if Becky Lynch does make any type of return, I think they wanna capitalize on the the pop from the fans in person. So if I were betting money, I would say they maybe save her for SummerSlam, where then you get the big, oh my god, because SummerSlam's the second biggest show. And I think I think we're gonna start getting fans trickling into the little arenas kind of like how we're doing NFL football games. So maybe you do that there. The person who I'm interested to see come back, cause I've, I have seen a rumor, even though I don't like the dirt sheets, I have seen the rumor, uh, but Ronda Rousey, cause her contracts coming up, they might need to, you know, get one last hurrah out of her. Do you think she comes and makes a little appearance at the Royal rumble?
1: I definitely think we get a Ronda Rousey appearance. Uh, are the other Shayna Baszler's in there? Mm-hmm. Um, right we may get a little stare down there maybe the other one right The well, uh, other two get involved and
2: well justin what how would you feel if ronda rousey comes back shayna baszler doesn't win the rumble but we get the specialty match of shayna baszler versus ronda rousey uh, two mma badasses best friends in real life now turn bitter enemies would you be into something like that
0: I'd be into it, but I would still like to see them together. Maybe you have something along the lines of they're in the Rumble together and some other team comes in the way. Or uh we go back to the, the tag team match, what if you get that kind of split and then it's like, okay, we, the match we end up getting later on is Ronda and Shayna versus Nia and insert fourth woman here.
2: Mm-hmm. That would be cool too. Yeah. And I still think... You know all things, uh, uh, you know as they were before pandemic and then pregnancy. I still think the WWE is wanting the four horsewomen, their version versus the four horsewomen from MMA. I still think that's a match that they want to make somewhere down the road. So maybe mm-hmm. they sign Ronda to a short term deal get her to Survivor Series, and then that's where if Becky Lynch decides to come back and then you get the other three, you do the Four horsemen, Four Horsewomen. That would be cool, too.
1: Well, and, you know, if you keep waiting for the perfect time, those matches always work out like, you know, Flair Hogan.
2: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Hey, uh, Flair Hogan 94 in WCW Bash at the Beach is still a fucking great match. I still like that match a lot. But, yes, it was at WrestleMania, WrestleMania 7. Yeah.
0: So what you're saying is going to happen is the both four horsewomen are going to go to AEW in a couple of years, and that's where we're going to finally have the match. But it, it just won't feel right.
2: Yeah, 2027. Seven. Yeah, 2027. They'll be,
1: yeah, right. They'll be wearing knee braces, and, mm-hmm. and it'll just, you know. Jessamine
2: Duke right. will be the most over of all eight of them by the time they do this <laughs> match. Yep, that's what's going to happen. By yeah. the way, Jessman Duke, amazing person. Anyhow. Well, um, it's going to have been canceled yes.
1: on Twitter by then, and yeah. it'll be like a controversial. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Enough about Ronda Rousey. Yes. Okay. Right, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's get right into what I think will be main eventing this show, the men's Royal Rumble match. Now, we've got some big names already announced. Edge said he's going to come back. Uh, we've got Randy Orton uh, with his burn face. He's going to be in there. Uh, what do we think is going to happen in the men's Royal Rumble match?
0: I want to say this because I've heard people say it online, and I'm like, uh, do you know how dumb you sound? There was a multiple people saying, I don't know why WWE announced Edge was going to be the Royal Rumble. He should have been a surprise entrant. I was like, um, that would mean he would have been a surprise entrant for the third time? Yeah, Is that really that much of a surprise? <laughs> yeah. and they want oh, more Ed-
1: people to watch. They want more <laughs> people to watch and if you go, oh, Edge is on it?
0: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, yeah it's good.
1: right. People it's, it's so they- <laughs> of edge that aren't watching now that may tune in now. Yeah, so you advertise it.
0: Surprise on top of it, you know, on top of it being a, just a repeated surprise entry, it doesn't like feel. Feel the same, like okay. When he did the surprise return, I forget what year it was. You know, when Jericho was in the ring, mm-hmm. like that felt like that felt like something. When he came back last year, same kind of thing because it had been a long time. It it meant something. Now it's like, oh, a surprise injured two years in a row. Okay, cool, but just t- say he's in there. I'm fine with it.
2: Yeah, yeah, his his gimmick can't be the surprise entrant at the Royal Rumble, <laughs> right? So like, so far now that he's officially back, he's been the surprise entrant at the Royal Rumble. That's been the height of it, and he had a good match with Randy Orton. He can't then just come back and be the surprise. Like, we can't do this circle of like, and then he's a surprise entrant, and then he has a match with R- Randy Orton, and then he's the surprise entrant. It's like we got to do more stuff with this guy. Well, yeah, than just especially
1: because right when you when he left, the big focus was. I can still do this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this. Oh, I got injured. Crap, I can't do this. Well, now it's right. not a surprise. We're expecting you back,
0: so yeah, we start, yeah. we'll go.
1: We'll go. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, get in here, goddamn it! It's been a while. <laughs> Let's go. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not like yeah. the oh my god. Uh, so yes, I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, did you? Do, but who you got
2: taking this thing? Yeah, we'll do your lock pick of the month and then your dark horse pick of the month.
0: My first one might not necessarily be a good favorite, but I don't know. I think he deserves that moment. Daniel Bryan.
2: Oh, God, wouldn't that be great? Oh, I think he's awesome. I think, yeah, that's – I want he's the
1: kinda... Planet's Champion back. I want him to win it. I want to uh, yeah. do the Planet's Champion thing. We didn't get the whole uh, – we've talked about this where the, the he could go up against a pseudo-corporation. This is where I would like an authority figure back. And they're mad at him for pushing his evil liberal agenda, and he's demanding things, right? Because he's the champ, right? He's demanding all vegan catering, and everybody's getting pissed at him, right? Like he's ruling it with an iron fist. And this is right up McMahon's alley. I'm surprised he hasn't written this already. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like, and just have Daniel Bryan just everything, right? Anything plastic is swatting out of people's hands, right? <laughs> any, any saturated fats is getting thrown at, you know what I mean? Back in their face, everything, everything go ham on it and make it, you know, which is, again, why are we booing this guy? (laughs) He's saying good things, but yet, boo this man. I I want that back, and I would love if he could win the Rumble and kind of kickstart that again. But, yeah, anyway.
2: Well, and also— Uh, as we were just talking about you know wwe doesn't always have the best perfect timing and so it would be very appropriate for wwe to be four years too late when it should have been daniel bryan in 2016 instead it was roman reigns to then go like but aren't you happy now it's 2021 and he's like (laughs) okay but i'm kind of into like this is the end of my career i kind of want to transition out of this i don't want to be the guy again but yeah that would feel very wwe for that to happen but I would like to have him win the Rumble because it should be on his resume. He's Daniel fucking Bryan. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyhow, go ahead, Justin. I'm sorry.
0: And then for my dark horse, it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier. I'm not 100% sure if we're done with Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, because my dark horse would be Kevin Owens. We get a big, big rematch at WrestleMania with some sort of stipulation to end it. And on the big stage, Kevin Owens Wins the championship. I'd love it.
2: That would be great. Yeah. I like that. Good picks. Good picks. All right, Tim, what do you got?
0: Man, there's so
1: many that when I reach out, again, their storylines, there's nothing big that's sticking out outside of like your Roman Reigns storyline, just in general from WWE that's like a major focus. So that could go either way. So anybody in this Royal Rumble, there's so many big names that I feel like, sure, they could just decide this is the storyline we want to go with, you know? um but i feel like the winner of this thing i've been struggling they don't have keith lee listed right now on wwe.com so i'm gonna not pick him because i thought he was the guy that was gonna win but i'm gonna go with big e i think they're gonna put big e in this spot uh i think they're just it's, it's kind of the same reason we thought they may go with like a bianca belair i think they're gonna do that with big e right it's the Hey, we're going to put this guy in the big spotlight on the main stage. We're going to build his whole story about how he's finally reached this pinnacle in his career. Um, that's the focus they've been going with on there. However, my dark horse uh, is Bobby Lashley. Like Bobby Lashley Ooh. can come away with this. And the Hurt Business,
2: uh-huh. for all the, the,
1: like, we're, we're all, whatever he could finally oh. take back over as the CEO of the Hurt Business. and Be like, no, I'm in charge. You're going to listen yeah. to me. We're not having problems anymore. You guys are going to mm. do what I say. Right. I think that's where way we go. Maybe and that's where we eventually get more infighting because MVP's like, hey, wait a minute, I thought that was the boss, man. Right? Like and, and they just start kind of playing because I you know, I, I think that could be a dark horse angle they go. So that's those oh, are my picks.
2: That's such a good idea. Cause you could easily do this. Kickoff show, it's Matt Riddle versus Bobby Lashley. Matt Riddle threw some like stoner joke kind of a roll up finish or something. Yeah. Gets the US title, right? So then he's US champion. We got that at WrestleMania with him walking out as the United States champ. But then Bobby Lashley wins. Then the hurt business collectively is like, fuck you, Drew McIntyre. We are taking you out. The hurt business goes after Drew McIntyre. That's the fucking story they love of the underdog, you know, the numbers are against them kind of story. Oh, that's a good idea. It's wrong. But that's a good idea. <laughs> good idea. All right, so here's my – or did you go Dark No, that was your Dark Horse. Yeah, right. I apologize. All right, so uh, you guys are all wrong. Great picks. Love them all, but they're wrong. The winner was going to be the babyface return to get Roman Reigns in line as – the Shield and Shield guy, it's the return of Seth Rollins coming out to his burn-it-down theme, and he wins the Royal Rumble, and it's the big match, but then because there's no fans, it doesn't cost them anything because Seth Rollins isn't a Rock or Brock Lesnar type of pay, right? So they're not going to make the money as if they were to pay the Rock or Brock Lesnar, but you're going to get the, hey, man, you're not the guy... That was in the shield. And hey, man, you need to be like, who is this head of the table? The guy I know, blah 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 blah. No one's gonna fucking care, but they will. It's gonna be a fun pop. It's gonna be a fun. Oh wow, Seth is back, but because he had a baby, he can't be the heel anymore. Because we all love him. Because now he's a father. He's gonna play the whole "I've seen the light" as a dad. I'm a new man. Roman versus Seth Rollins that's the main event at WrestleMania. He wins the Royal Rumble. I don't what like do? it. I don't like it. I don't like it, but that's what's going to happen. My you dark son horse. Of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I hate it. Don't trust me. I I literally almost walked into the ocean today of how upset I was that I thought about that.
0: That's a that's a pretty long walk. Yeah,
2: I tell you I was pretty upset. <laughs> so, my dark horse goes again with Roman Reigns because I think Raw is 3 hours and I think they identify like We need more segments to get time filled as we go into WrestleMania. So I think that's where we're going to get the Goldberg and Sheamus and Drew McIntyre triple threat like segments on Raw. So I don't think the Mm -hmm. winners are going to come from Raw. I think they're both going to come from SmackDown so they don't have to tell those stories on SmackDown. So my Dark Horse pick is going to be Brock Lesnar. I knew it. Brock Lesnar, and then we get Paul Heyman doing this, who do I love more, the old guy or the new guy? And then it's going to go – he might even be the special guest referee. I would not be shocked if we saw the special guest referee of Paul Heyman in a match between Roman Reigns and Brock (laughs) Lesnar. I don't like any of these, but that's what's going to happen.
1: I was – Paul Heyman got me uh, with when he – like. With the thing on Smackdown when he was like, oh, you think you're tough? He's like, fucking, or whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. I'll fucking kick your ass right now. And then I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, oh, <laughs> man, this is great. And then yeah. like I thought, I was like, we're going to get this. And then Roman Reigns playing that. He's like, I didn't fucking tell you to fucking take a fight with that guy. <laughs> he was like, I just told you to fucking. He's like, yeah. I thought you. You're, and the, like I, all of that was great writing. And that was well done by Paul Heyman Because I thought I was like, holy shit. Paul Heyman's going to go out there and throw hands. This is going to be mm-hmm. great.
0: Yeah, the big the big swerve with Paul Heyman though, it'll go down to oh, which one do I like more? Which one do I like more? It'll come down to WrestleMania, and then Paul Heyman walks out and goes, "No, no, no, I'm going to bring back yep, my are- <laughs> old my old client that everybody loves, and he's been so missed." And out comes Matt Morgan.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to go. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go Kurt Hawkins or not Kurt Hawkins. Um. Uh, 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 Mr. Perfect's son. Yeah,
1: McGill Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel. Yeah, yeah. Curtis, I thought you were asshole.
2: gonna say Curtis. Yeah, hurt his <laughs> asshole.
0: Yeah. asshole. Actually, actually, Curtis Axel might be better. But I was thinking, like, obviously, I'm kind of leaning into uh Phil, who hasn't been around for a wonderful seven years. Mm-hmm. But there was the fact of I lead to that, make it sound like that. But no, Matt Morgan, who hasn't been wrestling in a long time now, is a mayor of some town in florida obviously florida
2: mm-hmm.
0: but though and i almost said nathan jones What i feel like that would have went over a lot of people's head
2: oh yeah oh man wrestlemania 19 what a shit match that was he didn't even make it into the match ah oh, that was a fun time fun time in wwe but so is this so justin as we kind of wrap up here the royal rumble prediction segment here uh what are you looking forward to the most other than what we talked about now that we kind of got the picks out of the way, anything that stands out? What, what are you looking forward to maybe, uh, on our road to WrestleMania? What's your kind of lasting thoughts here before we get you out of here?
0: I think with the Royal Rumble in general, I just, I just love the whole idea of we don't know who's coming out and there's going to be some sort of surprise entrance. I read, I read an interesting list of people who were, uh, rumored. And I say that quote unquote, and one of the names, I was like that, whoever put that name on that list is stupid. They're not, com- they're not coming. If, if WWE hired this one person, it is so stupid. I'll tell you guys off air, but I I just love that because it's, it's just those little intervals, like who's going to be, who's going to be, who's going to be. And then when that music hits and it's someone you haven't seen in a while, like it always gives you a big pop. And especially too, when you man. had, oh. <laughs> yeah,
2: that'd be fun. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I kind of like the boogeyman. Yeah. I got a friend who's a Boogie huge Man, fan of the boogeyman, the but fan. like, I'll, n- I'll never forget when AJ styles debuted. Cause that was that one moment, even though they really fucked up the camera angles, mm-hmm. but still it was just like a Romans, actually Roman's facial expressions was all us. Wh- whose music is this? Yeah. And then we didn't see the phenomenal, which everybody would have went nuts, but it was kind of like, well, AJ styles is rumored to be here, but we don't know. Oh, Oh shit. There he is. That's awesome. And then going into WrestleMania, it's just gonna see where everything goes. A lot of times there's there's some good storytelling put into it, but it's I mean it's not necessarily all of the matches. So it's kind of curious to see what uh stories they've been trying to build over this last year that will make it into a match.
1: Yeah, I mean I I same things. I'm always looking forward to the excitement. Some of the the best parts are they find a way to swerve you into it. Looks like sometimes that the story's going one way that they're like, ah, this person's on a hot streak. And then uh, next to nobody throws them out. And you're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. now who are they going to call it? Right. So those kind of moments are always fun. I'm looking forward to that. And then, um, yeah, just it, same thing I'm with some of these key moments in their year as we go year over year uh, of the which angle are they going? Because it feels like they could go many different ones. So I'm most interested in just seeing like, all right, what is, what is their thought process? Who's got this vision and where are they leading this?
2: Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I always like, uh, as I mentioned the rumble, because you might get some new feuds that will then go into WrestleMania. If you remember, uh, leading into one of the WrestleMania's, uh, the, uh, Shawn michaels kurt angle match that started at the royal rumble right sean michaels eliminates kurt angle kurt angle gets pissed he goes in eliminates Shawn michaels then it becomes i'm better than you and then we get the amazing you know feud and match of kurt angle versus Shawn michaels uh so that's what i'm looking forward to is seeing all of those mini stories that come out of uh the royal rumble but i'm excited because i don't feel like there's a clear-cut winner or a clear-cut favorite You know, some years you're like, okay, this is going to be Cena because Cena has to face The Rock again. But like this year, it's like, it could be literally anyone. And that's, that's really fun.
1: All right. Well, other than that, man, just tell the folks how they can find the rest of Cheers, where they can find out more about you. uh, You know what I mean? After they listen to us, of course.
0: Well, if they're listening here, then they obviously know uh, where to, where to, where to find me, but Or we we're going to find you, I should say. But obviously, if you're listening to this on the training topics network, there's that's where Wrestling Cheers is too. But uh, you can find us on social media at Wrestling Cheers, Facebook.com/slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com/slash Wrestling Cheers, Instagram.com/slash Wrestling Cheers, and we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and then of course on Podbean Wrestling Cheers. Podbean.com. Uh, and you if have you like to, these...
1: you have to, to be able to listen, you have to subscribe to all of those, right?
0: Pretty much whatever works for you. Oh,
1: right. Okay. All right.
2: That I was a good, that was a good, uh, that was a really good clean plug. Kudos yeah. to you, man! Yeah, that's he's a good job. Down. Yeah,
1: way better than we are at this. Way better uh, than we are. <laughs> way better than we are at this. But we appreciate you coming on, man. This was super fun. Uh, we are going to let you go so Tom and I can wrap up the rest of it because I, you know, got busy man stuff to do. Because I just, I, I, I can't tell people no, I guess. But uh, we appreciate you coming on, man, and uh, go Chiefs.
0: Maybe. The Spanish announce table.
1: All right, that was Justin from Wrestling Cheers. Dude, we've known that guy. I think I've known him probably longer than I've known you. You uh, have.
2: Yeah, when yeah. you were doing that one podcast where the guy sniffed the ropes. Uh, yeah. You've known him longer than you've known me. Yeah. I feel like you— It's uh, fun fact.
1: I saw that guy. I saw Monty Brown in a—and it was like a, a bloopers clip of pro wrestling. And it was like taking stuff where people had said things vaguely sexual when they didn't mean to. and. hmm there he was, and then all that came flooding back. Uh, the history of this show is so fun, uh, but yes, we are doing a fun Royal Rumble special edition. But we also mostly talk about lately these days AEW Dynamite because it's a great show, right? Before we move on, don't forget check out Wrestling Cheers. Follow yes. Justin all over mm-hmm. the Twitters, the Facebooks, Parlor, wherever you're at, whatever you're
2: doing. Follow them. Well, he's not a parlor. Think so. I tell you what, though, uh, we gotta we gotta get our uh, plug as clean as him. He just rolled that out like it was the back mm-hmm. of his hand. He knew that so well. Very yeah.
1: impressed. Go to SpanishNounceTable We've got everything up there, and then yeah. that's yeah, that our plug. It there it is. All right, uh, but uh, let's get into the AEW Dynamite portion because I thought this was a fun show. This week. This was a
2: really fun show. But before we get into the match breakdown, I wanted to give yeah. you the feedback because I called you last night uh because I actually experienced some technical difficulties because I am a YouTube TV subscriber. Tim, did you also have these same difficulties?
1: I did not. I did not, but I wasn't trying to watch it live. Now I watched it today. Uh uh back. Ooh, you know what? Hmm. Now that I think of it, I didn't watch it on the YouTube TV. I watched it on another way i won't (laughs) say which way uh so yeah i don't know to be honest with you i don't know but i did right before this show began recording tom and you haven't seen it yet but you guys can go to our tiktok at spanish announce table i posted up the AUW dynamite one take hot take in under one minute one take hot take of AUW dynamite so check that out tell us what you think it, it was amazing, of course, if I do say so myself. But we can get into the A.W. Dynamite. I mean, it was a great show. I thought, hey, great, good show. Let's get into it.
2: Yeah, so it kicked off uh, right off the bat with everyone's favorite, Eddie Kingston. My favorite, your favorite, Justin's favorite. Uh, taking on Lance Archer. Your best another, friend. Yeah, Eddie Kingston is my best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking on Lance Archer, who is still, in his own right, a pretty awesome, badass guy. I will say, I am more and more... Sold on his character as he commits to just being who he is and not anything more or anything more sticky. So, uh, I like what he's doing. Uh, the interesting part here is Lance Archer walks out with Jake the Snake Roberts, then tells him, Hey, Eddie Kingston doesn't have his family, I'm not gonna have Jake the Snake. So, he tells classic, him, to go, yeah. yeah,
1: this is classic late stage face turn moves, right? Mm-hmm. Where you take the, the heel guy, is changing, and he tells the heel manager, No, 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 don't stay out here, I don't need you to. Punch this guy in the nuts. I've got him right, and then and then what happens happens as you're going to continue on here. Yeah, this is this is right up the wrestling week but it works and it works well when you've got a guy like you're saying Lance Archer, who is just the character is is built into him, right? Like we know who Lance Archer is now, and it's not trying to be something that it's not. So we're getting behind it
2: definitely. And with this match, the interesting part for me was Eddie Kingston gets the win. Now he had yeah. some shenanigans using uh, Butcher and the Blade. They came out, uh, you know, so there, it wasn't just a clean like, hey, Lance Archer sucks. I beat him. Yeah. But Eddie Kingston, I thought this was really important for him because, you know, as great as he was and as great as he is in AEW, he doesn't have a lot of victories to his name. And so it's good to still establish him as one of the guys when giving him wins, especially like this. So I like that.
1: Yeah, and Eddie Kingston is that good, right? So we talked about this. Lance Archer was the everybody got everybody dies guy. Jake Roberts is looking like a creepy uncle. Uh, everything's going heel. And then in short order, they're able to get us liking him because Eddie Kingston is that evil and that sinister and can pull this off. I mean, the, the whole distraction that Lance Archer let himself into, you know, the distraction of them beating up Jake, and then the bunny comes out and slips him the... Whatever that was, right? Wrapped up nuts. Yeah. And then, you know, kapow. And then the refs even kind of figuring out, but Eddie's like, no, no, no. Raise a hand. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, And then they beat down, remind Lance Archer that everybody dies, and they put the boots to him. And then here we are, sympathetic for one of the most sinister characters they had. It worked great.
2: Really done well. Uh, everything you said right there is just the little subtleties of turning Lance Archer babyface without saying, you know what guys, I have a new uh, look on life. You know, I care about America. <laughs> yeah. Nothing <laughs> like that. It's just uh <laughs> well, now it makes sense. And Eddie Kingston can play the heel to anyone on the roster. I still think though, maybe, you know, a year from now, year and a half from now, we need to do that Eddie Kingston sympathetic baby face because his promos just, buy you in to what he's saying even what he's saying is complete lies or you know evil things right it's it's mm-hmm. it's just really done well uh, but after this match you had mentioned the three of them beat down lance archer and then we move into a john moxley promo where he talks about how sex it, in the morning well, yeah. So he likes his he likes his beer cold, his coffee hot, and sex in the morning. And he likes his water room temperature, which I thought the water room temperature was where I was like, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the pros and and he made a great point about sex in the morning. I'm sure it's a great way to start the day. I'm going to bring this up with my wife uh, when we're done with this podcast here Um and say, hey, listen, you know, yeah. I heard a, a great way to start the day, and it doesn't involve Folgers. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Uh,
2: yeah. Well,
1: well, I, I, I would say I like let me promo. know how that
2: goes. I would say let me know how that goes, but I don't necessarily want to know your day schedule. So,
1: Yeah. Um, I like this, and I like Moxley's delivery on this, and he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Let's just fight. Whatever, guys. Yeah, you know? I thought and this was...
2: was I thought this was one of his better promos because it wasn't like when he was feuding with Lance Archer where it was the son of a bitch. I got another tall task. This now seems a little bit relaxed, more uh, relatable, where it's just like, hey, I just love to fight. I don't give a fuck about any of these stories. Like, Not that he doesn't like the stories, but like, I don't care that Death Triangle liked Eddie Kingston and now they dislike Eddie Kingston because I dislike Eddie Kingston. I don't care about the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers. Fuck them all. I just want to fight people next week. We're going to fight. Like he was just excited to like, you know, I'm my own man. Fuck everyone here. I'm for myself. Cause that's who I trust. And I'm going to beat the fuck out of everyone on the roster. If it means that's what I have to do. So yeah, I thought this I like was it. really good. Now we got after a commercial break, a weird promo. So sting and Darby Allen and his son. Yeah. Hoodlums. The, the hoodlum promo where fuck Dude, windows. What the fuck am I
1: right? Hey, I fuck windows. I don't know what the fuck this thing was. You're not I, hoodlums. You guys are not street. So saying what the streets is like, we know Sting isn't from the streets. Like, And then you guys are hoodlums as though labeling yourself hoodlums makes me think, oh, you're going to kick somebody's ass now. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know
2: who the fuck wrote this or why. But this was bad. I didn't like this. Yeah, part I all. did not. This was probably this. And to be honest, the team Taz promo a little bit later on in the show, even though team Taz beat up some guys. So it gave it a little bit more credibility to like, man, these guys are assholes. Uh, I didn't like either one. I, this feud needs to wrap up at Revolution. I, I know yes. we're doing the street fight. I hope we, it's really good. Hey, AEW has yet to let me down. Uh, But this needs to have its conclusion at the pay-per-view. Yeah, fuck windows. That's all I thought of. Is like, why would you just break windows for the fuck of what? Why? Stop it. What the fucking windows do to you? Anyhow, Mm. I don't know. Uh, After that weird promo, we did get Chris Jericho and MJF taking on the Varsity Blondes. Side note, Chris Jericho's music has been blended in with MJF. I hate it. Yeah, I, I don't it. like that either. Yeah, I don't. Like I that. mean, sometimes it works good, right? Sometimes it's a home run, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, that's a cool mix up," or that's a cool smash together of two songs. This one, the ticking of MJF's music, and then the Judas that everyone's trying to sing. Just do the Judas; it's fine. It's yeah, everybody fine. loves the Judas. Yeah, just and no one's. I no could one's play like, that for my
1: parents, and they would like that song.
2: Yeah, but no one's needing the ticking. Like, it's not adding anything to a real song that was made by a real band. You know what I'm saying? So, anyhow. Right. Yeah. Anyhow, so we got Chris Jericho and MJF, the Varsity Blondes. I'm a big fan of the Varsity Blondes. I don't know if they necessarily need to start getting victories and become number one contenders, but I would like for them to maybe have a feud with an FTR or butcher in the blade and give them some some edge and some you know street fight type of um gimmicks here or not gimmicks but matches because i like them i'm invested in them i like brian Pillman jr i like uh uh garrison what's his name the the tall, griff guy yeah griff Griff. yeah, griff. yeah. yeah. What, what a great head of hair by the way yeah jesus christ yeah. i just get lost yeah. in that hair I
1: think we could do something here too. I do think we have a bloated roster. I think this is more like what you're saying. If they had another show on another day, this would be a great opportunity for guys like that. Um, it was great here cuz here we knew <sighs> Inner Circle is going to win this. Like again, mm-hmm. we just like this is spinning the wheels for these guys. It didn't really help get their character advanced by any method, you know, as far as the varsity blondes, but there's mm-hmm. money in that and there's stories we could tell with that and that's a unique character besides anybody else in 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 the company so yes i would love to see more of them but i don't know that we're going to get it on aw dynamite anytime soon unfortunately
2: yeah you know i know we went with this whole who's the tag team in the inner circle and it turns out it's going to be chris jericho and mjf and that's fine and i understand we're paying chris jericho a ton of money so we got to get our roi on chris jericho and tv time But this is where I think it would be better if it was the Varsity Blondes versus Santana and Ortiz. Because the Varsity Blondes, we could believe, gets a victory over Santana and Ortiz. So there's some intrigue. There's some, well, what will happen here kind of uh, attention paid to this match. But when you do Chris Jericho and MJF, you know it's like, like you said, we know they're going to win. So it kind of was a... Uh, not a fast forward match, but it was close to being something like that. But anyhow, uh, Chris Jericho and MJF win. Uh, we still saw, uh, when the inner circle celebrated. Uh, MJF and Sammy Guevara just staring each other down,
1: shoving around.
2: Yeah. So, uh, we'll see where that leads. But then after uh, another commercial break, uh, we saw Shaq call out Cody. What do you think of this whole Shaq? Cody Rhodes then does an interview, uh, talks about being on the waiting room. Uh, Arn Anderson puts over Red Velvet, so now it looks like it's going to be Cody and Red Velvet uh, versus Cargill and Shaq, I guess. What
1: do you think of this? I think this is okay. I think Red Velvet hit her spot well. I think Cody did his fine. Shaq just – somebody told him to say punk, and he did it a bunch of times. And, you know – Look, all right, this is not because they're both black, but could they have found, even if they found another black female to fill in for Brandy Rhodes, they found the one that looks the most like her, and that's what this feels like at the moment, right? It's like, so they could use the same fucking posters. Like, I'm like, guys, this red velvet thing is weird to me just because, like, why? Why do you give a shit? And why are you here so angry about it? Like so it, all of it's just falling apart, and I know they had to punt side, yeah. you know, <laughs> sideways all of a mm-hmm. sudden. So this is the best they could probably do, and it's who was available and who they wanted to push, but Shaq's not hitting well, and I don't think anybody was feeling this. I don't think anybody's excited to see it.
2: I agree to a certain extent. I think what they could have done better is maybe when Brandy reveals that she is pregnant, maybe instead of Arn Anderson saying this is the girl who should replace Brandy in the match. It's red velvet. And then red velvet gives us the promo. I, again, I don't know her, her, her condition as far as being a pregnant lady and you know what she can and can't do as far as this process that she's going through, especially first time, uh, pregnancy, but maybe get her to do a backstage promo or in the ring and say like, Hey, this spot was supposed to be for me, but I'm going to give it to her because I see, good like i think brandy should have been the one that says red velvet's taking my spot yeah, Not Cargill says that, Anderson.
1: pick pick your replacement i'll show you me and shaggy and show your husband that ain't nobody could beat me and then she's mm-hmm. like okay i'll pick somebody
2: right and then this she says knows. you know i've followed her career since the start i'm her you know mentor in aw you could that, have made up that's when red here.
1: velvet could walk by and be like oh give it to me because i hate this yeah, I see you all yeah. over Instagram. But I don't care. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I think you're nothing, right? Like you ain't a wrestler. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So but we didn't get that. We got a. Of course it's Red Velvet.
2: Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course it I, is. Yeah. It, it happened. It was fine. I I think Red Velvet did fine. Like I said, yeah, the promo wasn't right. bad. Uh, I did think the the stir line your of the bitch night, ass up. Yeah, and I liked how Jim Ross was like, well, you know. It's serious if you say bitch ass, which can you stop undercutting your goddamn he's, That's talent? what I mean. He shits on everything. And
1: if I hear him rave about the fucking picture in picture one more goddamn time.
2: It's as if he's never seen it every week it happens.
1: And look, I get that you think it's funny to call it restaurant quality, but you say that like every other time as well. Like he's just, yeah, he's bad.
2: Yeah. I, as again. A.W.'s a 9 out of 10 as far as a whole promotion of everything I enjoy. Uh, one of the reasons I take a point off is because of Jim Ross. But anyhow, uh, after that segment, we did get a video package of Kip and Penelope uh, getting excited about getting their the marriage next week. Miro did say that he's going to be the best man, and then he bullies Charles. Uh, so next week, we're going to get the marriage of Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian with Miro as the best man, and I assume the butler will be Charles Taylor. Yep. I'm excited for this to be over, to be honest. I'm not thinking that next week it's going to be a bad segment. I'm just good. Now, can we get Miro to be a fucking crazy well, Bulgarian brute? You know, I'm ready for gonna that Here's what's going to happen, point.
1: though. We're going to get the wedding, and Orange Cassidy is going to be in the wedding cake. And so we're going to continue this, right? And Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Don't get me wrong. None of this is necessarily bad some of it's basic and tired i think but Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's only being saved because it's guys like chuck taylor and rusev and you know kip sabian's fun and you know i think if this were any lesser talent this would really be struggling
2: yeah, and I just think we could have done more with the marriage, right? We could have had mm-hmm. Penelope Ford backstage doing promos, you know, being a bridezilla or Kip Sabian getting cold feet. It could have been told a little bit better.
1: Yeah, but... him getting caught in in weird positions that make it look like he's doing something sneaky with another girl, and she's like, What the
2: fuck? And he's like, No, 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 no yeah, right. And, and then
1: Miro's like, no, yeah. I, I vouch for
2: him, right. Yeah, yeah, right. and Miro becomes the best man and says like, no, 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 I can save this. This isn't what you think. Yeah, we could have done things like that. but And as much as AEW hits home runs week after week, and they truly do, it, we're following that same formula where it's like we could do segments like that, right? But we've got to get that inner circle turmoil. And what will MJF and Chris Jericho do? And then we've got to get our women's match right before the main event. And then we got to get, you know, all these little things. It's like. I get that those are good stories, but we can tell other stories as well. You know, one of the great things that AEW did to start is they wouldn't hit you over the head week after week with the same story, which I feel like they're doing with the inner circle. Every week, it's something new with the inner circle. We can take a break and give some TV time to a Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford.
1: We got that. It may be a little later in your rundown, but we got that. uh, We got a. Face off between the Spanish God and MJF, and yeah. uh, now this was probably the best part that they've done of this because Sammy was finally like, "Okay, are you done?" And then he's like, "What do you mean am I done?" And he's like, "No, nah, like, because I don't fucking buy this, right? Like, everybody else is fooled. You must think I'm an idiot." And then I liked that you know he's like it was like hey, for once we saw MJF like actually taken aback, not knowing what to say, and was just like, "This is how you want to play it," you know, like kind of almost. The almost like confessing, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, so this is really, it. and then he's like, "I'm not playing," right? I thought that was a good line. Um, so that was good, but you're right, that could have been done two, three weeks ago when we were already hinting at this stuff. So yeah,
2: right, yeah. The that segment of AEW Dynamite f- with Sammy Guevara and um, MJF reminded me a lot of in Breaking Bad when uh the brother in law figured and, yes. out that mm-hmm. it was Walter White, and he's like, "Hey." You don't want to do this, you know. Like it's the okay. You got the game, right? I'm going to show you my cards here, but know that once I show you my cards, you have to die. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, when he
1: fucking like. That's when he hit the uh, the remote yeah. on the uh, on the garage door, and that was one of the best fucking moments in goddamn oh. TV history. Oh. Love it, love it. Yeah, you could have had, yeah, you could have played this up a little more, hit it right when it was new and fresh. But this has mm-hmm. already been drug out, and we knew this is how these two feel, felt about each other. So yeah.
2: So, the next up uh, in the AEW Dynamite recap, we saw Hangman Adam Page walk out to the ring, taking on Ryan Nemeth, who is the younger brother of Dolph Ziggler. Also
1: uh, billed from Hollywood, California, when they're from Ohio, so that's interesting.
2: I mean, hey, look, pro wrestling's fake, right? Hulk Hogan isn't a real person. Yeah, it's person, just interesting so...
1: they both went that yeah. way, but I guess they yeah. called him the Hollywood hunk or something like that. Yeah.
2: Something like that. So... Uh, Hangman Adam Page, Ryan Nemeth, Hangman gets the victory. Uh, the interesting part here is Matt Hardy, out of the blue, just walks to the ring Screw to again. support Hangman Adam Page. And but, but here's the thing that I thought was interesting. Hangman gets the victory. Matt Hardy just claps his hands and then goes to walk. And then Hangman's like, what are you doing? Come here. And then we get Matt Hardy doing this promo where he says, like, I need to congratulate you. Know that you're not alone. I have a big dressing room. You can hang out with me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was the creepy weird part. I was like, what are you asking him to do here? That's why I was like. Is he grooming him for like a predator situation here? What's going on here? Like, no, no, you're great. You're fine. Everybody loves you. You should be proud of yourself. Come hang out with me in this room with nobody else. And we'll talk more about it. Uh, You know, that was a little weird. I didn't like that. But yeah, the interesting caveat of that was, you're right, Matt Hardy was just going to walk away. Theoretically, they were going to have this conversation later, but mm-hmm. Hangman is like, hey, 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 what the fuck are you out here for? <laughs> right? Like, Why are you here? Right.
2: Well, one thing that I want Hangman to do on Dynamite, and he's done it a little bit on Twitter, is uh, he sent out a tweet wh- where he said essentially, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, uh, why does everyone want to talk to me? Like why is everyone like wanting my attention? I kind of just want to be, yeah, the- you know? <laughs> be a cowboy. Yeah, uh, you know. I just want to be a cowboy. he said what was it? Uh I, we put it on our on our Instagram. Let me try to find it real quick. But as he came out to the ring, it said, "Hey oh, there Adam Page, <laughs> uh, accompanied by crippling emotional baggage." <laughs> Right, which is
1: great. We've talked about this, but that means they're paying it like they—that's a point that they're trying to make and that they're trying to hit on. Like this isn't by happenstance of Hangman Page going, okay. Well, while we do this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it this way. Like they're writing this to be that way that we're seeing that like he's he's got something like he killed somebody in the past or he, you know what I mean, (laughs) like something that he can't get over. Right, yeah.
2: So do you think this goes the way of Matt Hardy trying to become essentially what he is to Private Party this like evil mentor I or guess. do we see or do we see him start to take those steps with Hangman and hey your good old buddies the dark order are back and we're here to save you. You think maybe that's what we're doing?
1: Is Matt Hardy the new leader of the Dark Order?
2: Or, or is the Dark Order just saying, like, we can save our friend. Save he needs Matt us. Hardy, yeah. yeah, we, you know, we can save him from the real evil of Matt Hardy. I don't know.
1: I really don't know which way they're going here. Uh, the easiest one is Matt Hardy's just trying to get a stable. And, and maybe maybe this is just a feud between them. Maybe this is Matt Hardy's like, I want to put Hangman over. And he will.
2: Yeah. yeah hey, look. I, again, uh, of all of the elite guys currently in pro wrestling, the one that's telling the best story is Hangman Adam Page. I think he's the most interesting guy because of his vulnerabilities and his athleticism and awesome matches. I think he's the full package. Now we haven't seen him be heel like Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega is killing it as this like heel champion. But for me, the 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 star of AEW is still Hangman Adam Page. So I'm interested Agreed. in what he does, but I just want him to kind of blow past Matt Hardy. Right, like I want him to just like, hey, I beat you. Now we're onto something else, right? Was well, again, I still think that payoff of him as the Dark Knight taking over and beating Kenny Omega still there. And I know we got to buy our time, but that's what I'm hanging my, my hat on as far as hope for AW's future. Anyhow, next up we have Dax Harwood taking on Jungle Boy, where Luchasaurus was handcuffed. To the other FTR guy and Tully Blanchard, this was a fun match. I thought, man, Jungle Boy, when we get crowds, they were trying to do it last night. Did you hear the oh yeah? Oh, yeah oh, 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 you know. But when we get a huge crowd, oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great match and great point, right? That so now we see, and they were even trying. They knew they're handcuffed to him, but they still try to get in there and and you know what I mean? Help him at the end and try to cheat. And they just can't, and that's why Jungle Boy's actually able. He is better than FTR number one. And you know, we get that. But then I like the, the other side of as soon as those handcuffs come off, they beat the ever loving dog shit out of the rest of them. And they cut off his horns. Mm-hmm. They cut off his horns, which is great, which right? Was... They didn't rip the mask off, yeah. Right? They, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was it
2: was <laughs> cut, the, cut horns the horns
1: off. Horns. Emasculating, right?
2: yes yeah. it, it made it feel worse right like if you yes, took the mask off exactly. it would have been like okay now we're he's like do i would have shown character. you my
1: face like yeah, i would have shown you my face i don't give a shit it like lifted up again and be like i don't care it's i'm the luchasaur right like yeah. but yeah you cut the horns off well now now he's yeah, he like, like wear no horns or is he get a new well, mask that's a like, mask
2: what? that's his right like he mm-hmm. made that you know i mean maybe he didn't make it but like he had a hand in what that mask looks like and now you've desecrated it so yeah i thought that was great um Yeah, I thought it was really done well. And then after the match, we do see uh, FTR beat up on uh, Jurassic Express. And then uh, SCU and Top Flight come run out to chase off FTR. We'll see where that goes. Uh, As we mentioned, after the break, Taz then responds to Sting and Darby. They beat up some guys uh at a vendor booth because they're selling Sting and Darby shirts. That makes sense, right? That's more that's more believable of why they're pissed than I'm a hoodlum. You called me a hoodlum, so I guess I'm going to break a window. That's a hoodlum anyhow. Uh so that happened, right? Yeah. We talked about that already. Uh and then death taxes and the women's match before the main event, we had Dr. Britt Baker taking on Shayna. Why is it always this way? <laughs>
1: Great, yeah, it's always this way, but match was good. I thought this did really good. I Mm like the whole ending of it. I mean, they they shot this one well. The match was good. The story they told in the match was good. I just, again, you're right. Why was this not the second match of the night and not the second to last match? Oh, again, every time. It's so
2: weird. I don't get it. But, yeah, so Britt Baker gets the win, and then she attacks uh, Shayna even more, applies the lockjaw one more time. That brings out Thunder Rosa. great. It's
1: yeah. great that she gets the dental glove on and does it. Like it's such a great touch. And and again, how they shot that, like she sees it, like she's getting ready and she just like looks at the camera and is like, oh yeah. Now this, this is, cool, is right. Yeah. Like, yeah, now it was like oh, I got you. All right.
2: Yeah. And so uh Thunder Rosa chases off Dr. Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Next week we will get the match between Dr. Britt Baker and That'll Thunder Rosa. Gonna be exciting. I hope it's not right before the main event. It's gonna be, right. It, right, it yeah. probably will be, but anyhow uh then after that match we had already talked about it but the mjf and sammy guevara segment where they uh have their little stare down a la breaking bad as we mentioned and then we get into the main event so uh before the main event which was the young bucks and good brothers taking on the dark order we did get an interview where the young bucks and the good brothers yeah, talked like about kind of some some things what would you think about yeah. this interview
1: I like this again. It, it always seems like they're right on the verge of like being on the same page, and then somebody brings that fucking Don Callis around, and everything mm-hmm. goes awry. And I like this little subtlety. This we saw Kenny Omega show up, and he's like, "Oh hey, sorry, I'm not." Like he's ready to fight, and they're kind of like, "Oh shit, well we've been looking for you too." Uh, you know, what I mean that whole kind of stare down. Um, if we call these guys people that are trying to act cool, right? Nerds that are trying to act cool. The one that's closest to cool is probably Luke Gallows, right? Like I he's don't know. got he's got at least. You know what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Closest, right? I mean, there's still a ways. But some of the lines he's throwing out are good, right? Like he's talking, he's calling him the Donaconda, right? Things like that. Like some of that's good. It's going, it's quick, it's hitting. I'm I'm feeling it. And then, you know what I mean? Then it, it ended abruptly and quick, which was good, right? Don all got unnecessary amount of tape on his face, right? Yeah, all it was that bigger this
2: week, right? It was right, bigger yeah. than what it was last mm-hmm. week. It's getting more of an eyesore yeah. each and every time we see it.
1: Yep. Uh, and I like that uh, I mean, the match happens, as you're talking about, right? They win. They make their announcement that they're going to be in the tag team tournament. If somebody else wins, they get a shot at them. If they win, they get to pick their opponent. They let us know, I'm picking these assholes right here. Mm. And then fight ensues, right? Ray Phoenix comes out. And I like that John Moxley comes out to save the day, and Kenny Omega's going to sneak up on him, and he's, nope, bam, <laughs> and just, like, fucking jokes out of him. But then it circles back around to, again, are we supposed to be fearing this, like, reuniting of the – elite bullet buck brothers club thing like if if you can't even fucking if you get clowned by john moxley the moment he turns around like something's got to give here and you got to give me a reason to care
2: i agree uh so what i will say is the interview segment was fine i thought the beat up john moxley like how they used to do the beat up john cena with aj styles in wwe was a good touch uh but luke gallows walking out doing the like uh, the title is my dick. Look at me fucking throw this around. And then Carl Anderson, like trying to grab it and stuff. That was like, that was like high schoolers telling you that, that they made out with someone last night at the movie theater. It's like, shut the fuck up. We're all doing that. We don't have to fucking tell each other. Like it's, it's yeah. the weird, like overcompensating thing, you know? So I didn't yeah. like, I get, these guys aren't cool. I don't like any of them to be honest with you um i did like the touch of don callis has a bigger patch on his face now uh so that was fun the match itself was really good i thought the dark order looked really great here i thought Stu grayson was a real mvp for them i think old uh uh, guns and Poses is still great. I liked how he called out Luke Gallows. He's like, no, I want to fight that guy. And Luke Gallows is like, you asshole. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, look at my fucking guns. I'm going to kick your ass, you know. So it was really good. Towards the end of the match, they all got their shit in. You know, Young Bucks got their stuff in. Good Brothers got their Badget Killer. Dark Order did all their fun stuff. And as you mentioned, yeah, next week uh, we get this tag team tournament battle royal. This and whole then,
1: event's going to be cool. Uh, next so you were sparing running down the card or anything like that. No, yeah, purposes, we won't but, have to
2: do that. But what I don't, again, but this is another weird thing I don't understand is hey, guys, if we win this battle royal as champions, we're gonna fight our friends. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> so like, exactly. okay. Right. Oh, Fuck right. you guys! I don't give a shit. I hope you fucking kill each other. Like, why is that so crazy, guys? It's weird. Yeah, check us out. Why we're gonna like, wrestle oh, each other. I got my chest out, because I said
1: I'm gonna find my friends.
2: <laughs> like, I yeah. yeah, it was like I wouldn't care. Like, if this was real, right? If we're if we're uh, going in kayfabe, and I say Tim, I want to let you know if we all fight or if we all go into a match and I beat Justin and we go into a one-on-one match, I'm picking you to fight, man.
1: You. Be like, right.
2: like Justin would be like, okay, then fight each other forever. Like it's, yeah. it's the dumbest thing to get excited about. And then yeah, Ray Phoenix comes in like a Tasmanian devil is like, fuck this shit. I'm jumping around everywhere. <laughs> and he does his fun stuff. Uh, I did like that. John Moxley. was like Kenny Omega. You're a fucking dickhead. I'm one step ahead of you always. Now, there's been times where they've got the upper hand, but that little subtlety of like, hey, I debuted here and I took you out. That shit's never going to change. You might have the title right now, but always know I got your number. I can smell you coming. Yeah, and you will never you will never uh, outmaneuver me. I am the man when it comes to me and you. So I like that. Uh, I also liked his sweatshirt, The Violent Gentleman, which if, mm-hmm. uh, if you could tell wearing yep. their violent gentleman clothing right now love that company it's a hockey company actually so go check them out uh but aw was great i think i just need a little yeah. bit more eddie kingston little less inner circle and again move that women's match somewhere else
1: <laughs> yeah no aw was great you need a little more eddie kingston uh we need a little more uh love from the fans we need you to follow us on twitter we need you to subscribe to the youtube channel we need you to you know instagram facebook all the things all of that is available all the links you'll need are at spanishannouncedtable.net of course subscribe to the audio podcast the video one whichever you like uh, we have donate buttons if you want to give us some money because you like us and we look handsome or you know whatever reason you may encounter right as we've discussed our plugs are not as practiced and rehearsed as justin Thanks to Justin Summers for coming on of Wrestling Cheers, talking with us about the Royal Rumble. And we'll see who, you know, maybe we'll discuss that uh, briefly on the next episode of which one of us was more
2: correct. Right here.
1: Right here. So, uh, until next time, don't forget uh, to use hashtag Tweet the Table on Twitter. We didn't get to any of those this week because we're running out of time, but use those. Uh, send an email, which we got this week. We will read that next week on the show because, you know, again, we ran out of time here. But we will do all that next week, so don't forget that. And then, uh, Tom? You excited for the Rumble? I'm excited for the Rumble.
2: Let's get to it. The Spanish announce table.